Hi, I'm Samantha Boffin, and this is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing, the podcast that helps you find, prep, and direct the perfect voice artists for your projects so you can get the most from every single booking. Hello there. This is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing, and I'm Samantha. So this episode, I thought that I would mix it up a bit and try something slightly different. I've mainly done how-to episodes up until now, which has been a great way to start, being as this is a new podcast. And that's why I kind of looked at the main things first. The whole thing about finding voices, briefing them, and working with them remotely. They're pretty big topics right now because people are all adapting. Actually, they're probably always quite big topics. But I thought it might be fun to look at some other voiceover stuff that's just out there. Things that we're all listening to or potentially listening to. Mainly because techniques that are used in stuff like audiobooks or gaming can sometimes be nicked and used brilliantly in other areas, like zhuzhing up a corporate narration. But also just because, to be honest, I find this sort of stuff really interesting. And I thought you might too. And what I think about things may not be how you see it, but at least we're having a chat about the subject. And that's fine. I mean, it's better than fine, because the great thing about creative work is it appeals to different people in different ways. So I thought this episode, we're going to be looking at some television adverts. Now, these are in the UK, and it doesn't really matter whether you know them or not, or whether your country has them or not, because... I can't actually play them on this podcast (laughs) for all kinds of editorial reasons. So what I'm going to do is I'll talk you through them and I'll put the links in the notes. Now, I love a good TV ad. In fact, I've always loved TV ads, even as a small child. I used to avidly watch them and I can sing you many a jingle if you ever meet me in real life. I always watch the ad breaks even now. I mean, I'm already looking forward to the big Christmas ads, and it's only in the middle of October. The TV advertising industry is struggling right now. There's a bit, um, well, probably quite a lot of COVID-type impact happening. But the truth is that TV ads have been struggling for an awfully long time. On traditional TV channels, the bits between the programmes are just that. They're between the programmes. They're not the main event. And the amount of tech at our fingertips means that the breaks are a moment for people not to just go and get a fresh cup of tea or go to the loo, but also to flick channels, or more likely, to just get straight on their phones. And in fact, only last night, the family and I were watching Dave, which is a UK comedy channel. And there was a brake bumper on it, just before the ad break, which was a full screen caption. (laughs) And it simply read, you're on your phone, aren't you? Which made me laugh because... Everyone in the room, the three kids and my husband, were all on their phones. But it also interested me because it wasn't actually voiced. And it was a silent caption, which meant they didn't see it. So I was the only one that got the joke. Now, there is a reason why the brake bumpers aren't voiced. They can't be. They're there to create a break between the programmes and the ads. So they're not an ad or a sponsorship bumper or a promo or a programme. They are simply there to create a break that says, right, that was the programme and now we've got the ads coming up. I don't know if they've got them everywhere. I don't think they exist in the United States, for instance. But anyway, this made me think. 
Not using a voice to brand your advert or give the vital information might mean that no one actually notices it, that no one hears your message at all. And in a busy and fragmenting media world, this could be a missed opportunity. And this is where the right voice can really add value. So advertisers often use stuff like catchy music or arresting visuals or storylines to make their adverts sticky, you know, to stick in people's heads. But what if everyone's too busy to be aware of these? What if they're flicking channels or in the kitchen or playing with a dog or simply talking to their mates on TikTok? Is it enough just to have a catchy piece of music? Visuals and music often give a lovely feel and they look beautiful, but only if you're actually watching them, if you've allowed yourself to be immersed into them. But a voice, even if you're not looking at the screen, a voice can give you vital and memorable information and the right one can be a brand identifier. There's a really interesting advert out at the moment for John Lewis. For people that don't know, John Lewis is a department store in the UK. It's rather middle class and it's quite aspirational. And one of its many claims to fame is that everyone eagerly awaits its Christmas ads in a similar way to the Christmas Coca-Cola ads. We all know that Christmas has arrived when the John Lewis ad is up. But their current ad uses the Muppets theme tune. It's very on brand for John Lewis. It's very family orientated. It's slightly larger than life. It's sweet. It's charming. And it is a beautifully shot advert. But... It has absolutely no voiceover to speak of. Absolutely nothing. It's got a tiny bit of computer stuff right at the top. And it's got some lovely little oohs and oofs and things like that from the kids to bring it to life. But other than that, nothing. The story is a kind of surprise, we'll put on the show right here in the house sort of thing. And John Lewis must have worked really hard (laughs) to actually get the Muppets theme tune for it because it's bang on. And that's the main event. It is the Muppets theme tune that carries the whole thing. You don't actually see a Muppet, but the kids do play the music and light the lights. And it's really bouncy and it's happy. And I think, I hope, it's bound to make you look up from your phone. Because it's a really lovely advert and it's really worth a look. But my son, I was aware of my son when I was watching the ad, and it didn't make him look up. He vaguely sort of said, oh, it's the Muppets theme tune and just carried on doing whatever he was doing on his phone. And I do wonder why they don't have at least somebody or something to vocalise that John Lewis this autumn message or whatever they're trying to say in it, because I think they're missing a trick. Now, in contrast, we've got the current IKEA ad, and it's beautifully shot again, and it's for a similar kind of audience. It's homewares, but it's also aimed at families. And this one is the fable of the hare and the tortoise. And again, there's absolutely no dialogue in it, apart from ambient sounds, radio presenters, people calling in the street as whistles and sighs. And there's actually also towards the end, there's this beautiful moment where the tortoise yawns, um, getting out of bed. And you realise just from that one yawn, that it's a girl tortoise. (laughs) It's really sweet. And I kind of thought, wow, all of that, there was so much just packed into one little feminine yawn. It was really sweet. But the end of the ad is a really different story because we know exactly where we are with this. There's the little IKEA catchphrase, which is the wonderful every day. And it's said in a wonderfully distinctive IKEA voice, the voice that we associate with the brand. So we don't even have to look up 
we get the message, we're reminded that IKEA exists and we, we hear the brand association and even if we're on our iPads or texting our mates, we get their message. What does link these two ads is the storytelling element, which is such an important part of the advertising industry. But I honestly think that the IKEA ad works a lot harder and lands a better message than the John Lewis ad. And there are another couple of ads that I've seen this week which are clear products of the COVID culture. And they're also storytelling in their way, but they have a little more help from the voiceover. So Yorkshire Tea have got a new ad out uh, about people returning to work and still managing to get their daily cuppa at work via a socially distanced teapot, which has got a really long, 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 long spout. And their ad is really grounded. It's got a very warm, friendly, no-nonsense Yorkshire voice on it. And Carex do a similar thing. They're the hand wash gel people, and they're telling the story of everybody needing to wash their hands. I'm actually surprised that they're even bothering to advertise, to be perfectly honest, because we must all be stockpiling hand gel at the moment. But again, it has got a similar warm, caring, reassuring on-brand voice. And I suppose that isn't a surprise to anyone right now. All over the world, we're wanting to feel less worried about stuff, more hopeful. And the stories are helping us feel part of something recognisable and secure. And so the kind of voices that the advertisers are choosing, along with the scripts they're writing, are doing that job too. But perhaps my favourite ad of the moment is Apple Watch Series 6, which is an altogether different kind of ad than the ones I've been talking about so far. And it's got Helena Bonham Carter doing the voiceover part. Now, I suspect that this is a US ad, as all the actors in it are American. And it starts off rather wonderfully with that Adland cliche, imagine a future. But Helena delivers this with another current voiceover favourite, the understated conversational voice. So it's all quite matter-of-fact, it's not too overblown. And once it gets going, the voiceover feeds through the entire ad. It interacts with everyone, chatting to them, they're chatting back. And as the ad builds, she gets more and more frustrated. And what I love about it is that the whole ad is all about the voiceover. I mean, they have spent shed loads of money on the different locations and the way it's filmed and the different situations and the actors. And <laughs> Helena, I'm sure, cost a bob or two. But the standout part is the voiceover, the way it carries the whole thing. It has a build and a beginning, a middle and an end. And I just love it. Now, I'm sure that there will be people out there screaming at me because they absolutely hate it or they hate her delivery or they hate the whole concept. But that's fine because, like I said at the start, creative stuff works in different ways for different people. And of course, voices are used in all kinds of ways in the ad industry. And I'm not saying for a moment that simply using a voice is the answer to an ad being successful or unsuccessful. It's a much more delicate balance of all kinds of elements that make a great piece of advertising. It's just something that got me thinking this week. And for the advertisers and all of you who are creating all kinds of different pieces of content, getting your messages seen and heard is crucial. 
And as tech allows us to skip ad breaks, as we find ways around advertising by paying for our TV via services like Netflix and Amazon, and as we niche down on channels that only offer specific programming and therefore a very limited range of ads, exploring all the ways to cut through the noise just makes sense. Voiceovers can make your messaging even more memorable, because without it, if people aren't looking at the screen and seeing your funny, edgy, poignant ad, your written tagline or your visual logo, they may not notice you at all. But if they hear you, you have much more chance of landing your message. And as we know, the audience is the most important part. So this episode has been less about how-to and more about maybe this or I've noticed that, which hopefully is equally helpful, but just in a different kind of a way. I'd really love to know what you think. And if you want to let me know, you can always DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Luckily, my ridiculous name makes me very easy to find. You just have to look for Samantha Boffin. So until next week, this is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing, and all the links for the ads are in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. That's it for this week on Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you're new here, do take a moment to subscribe, rate and review on your favourite podcast app or head over to talkingcreative.co.uk where you'll find the whole series so you can get the most from every single booking.